that's a Friday love boat. Uh, what is going on, guys? Shadano, Cappy, what's happening? What's up? Mace. Yo. Can we have a serious conversation let's, for a let's, moment? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. Fine. Hi, Momo. If you want to air this out on the air, go ahead and do it. Hi, what Momo. Wow, I'm like uncomfortable. I'm, I'm nervous that's for what's coming I'm next. I'm totally making this up. Yeah. But Momo, do you know that uh, Mace and I and Rachel and Juan, the four of us. I heard and, about this. And, and throw in another couple that I'm bringing because, you know, just to. You're bringing little... another couple? That's yeah. right. That's right. All right. He's um, bringing in they? a buffer couple just in case. Uh, right. Is it somebody from the Cappy cast? No, it's not the Cappy cast. No. no, no, this is not the Cappy cast. I heard you snuck a bunch of people into the box from the Cappy cast over at the Lakers game. Well, now when you say snuck, what do you mean? Well, you were not, uh, my understanding is you were not transparent about it. You asked for tickets and then you didn't say who they were for. Is that what was going on? Not exactly. Um, I well, asked no, we for... asked him, who are you going with? And he om- he mentioned one person and omitted the rest of the well, group. Well, just go back to the beginning, though, Mace. I went and requested tickets, mm-hmm. and the person who's in control of the tickets didn't say, well, who are you bringing? They said, no, but oh, we asked need... you. Right, and then yeah. George asked me, and then I told George, one of my five friends who's a comedian, and that's where George stopped digging. I mean, I don't know well, what kind of journalism here, here's this is. Here's the other part. Here's the other part, which I completely forgot about yesterday. Not only did we have this conversation on text, but then you and I had a private conversation Whoa. about this. Yeah. And you called me about wanting to go. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to go. And I'm like, you know, who are you, who are you going with anyway? And you just said, nah, you know, some of my buddies, you know, like you I just. I don't remember uh, that. That, that. I, I don't I, remember. I, I do remember that. Reunion. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah it, right. Basically, it was his 20-year <laughs> reunion. He was taking people. That's right, what he didn't see. But, but the thing is, is that people who control the tickets didn't ask me, who are you taking? And they didn't no, But it doesn't my... matter if you took them. What's the, the point is, it, we, I don't, we don't, nobody cares that you took the Cappycast. It's just we're wondering why you're so shady about it and not mentioning it that you took It was shady, them. man. Why, Mace, why not just sh- come now, right now, out wait, now, Mace, hold on a yeah, second, what? Mace. Now, Mace, let's say. By the say, way, shady, I don't, nobody told me about a third couple. This is the first. Oh, time there you it. go. See, shady. Well, I got news for you. Got, Mace, Mace, yeah. I got news for you. Yeah. When I tell Rachel that you and Juan are coming, yeah, she's gonna be like, "You didn't tell me that Mason and Juan were coming. You really? didn't tell her we're going. No. What do I have to tell her? For what do you? Me? I mean, what are you doing, Cap? Like, what? What? I mean, gosh. What it, is the deal? There's such chicanery here. Always. Why, chicanery is a perfect word for it. Yes. It's chicanery. I don't chicanery. know what that, I don't know that. <laughs> Chicanery. I don't That's know what a, a plop, real old school word. It really yeah. is. I don't know what a plop the ploptic. George broke out a word just. Broke out a word. Wait, what, how did you say okay, that, Cap? <laughs> pop the ploptic? <laughs> the plop the plop the. It's, it's, like it's like a sea creature that has 12 arms. Okay. Yeah. Definition of chicanery. Use mm-hmm. of trickery to achieve a political, financial, or legal purpose. Okay, then you didn't use it properly. I think so. I don't think. Where's the political? Well, Where's I the, mean, it is. It, it's like it's, the, it's a synonym, a synonym of like deception. So there what? is that. I mean, there's no deception. I mean, it's like tomorrow when when Mason Wan are there, and I've got yeah. Rachel and my friends that are coming that I planned with. I'm whoever the hell these people are. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't tell you who are they? I, I can't tell you why. Well, I can't. I just can't it's somebody from the Cappy okay. cast. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a backstory. I'm not gonna use names. Okay. But I have uh I have a, you know you meet people in the NBA all the time. Somebody's in town. Do you have somebody who like every time you meet them they always like an hour before say they're gonna bring someone, like an hour before I'm like no no you and me are meeting. Right. See, I thought I thought we were having a private dinner with uh, Cappy and R- Rachel. And now I find out that this is some sort of convention you've got. It's a ruse. It is. It was a ruse. It's like changing the rules of the game. You did, Cappy. You made it seem like it was going to be you guys and Rachel and Juan and Like a double date. Well, right. Double date. Now, now hold on a second. Now, I I booked a room. Oh. 
At Yamaha. Did I. Okay. So did Nace. But really? I got a but I got a two bedroom suite because I knew I was bringing some friends. Because what? before before there was Mason Juan. Oh, this is getting even weirder. Why? You're gonna your friends are staying in your room with you. We have a two bedroom suite. Why is that weird? Oh uh, no! This, I, I guess get, it's get not. your own room. Yeah, I guess it's. Why not can't weird. they get their own room? Yeah, well, hella sus, Cappy. Hella sus. Is that is, yeah, it? It is, is that really hella sus? I don't want to join you. You know what? I don't want to. It's not two even just suite. hella sus. It's hella sus with sussy sauce on the mm. side. Oh yeah. my god! Now we're throwing sussy, sussy, sussy sauce, sauce on the top. Side of sussy on the side on the side. Oh yeah, I'd rather have it on the side. You shouldn't go anymore, Mace. No, I'm definitely. He's committed. I wouldn't go anymore. I'm seeing Leslie Jones. I want to see. Yeah, Leslie Jones is great. But I yeah, because if you guys remember, I'm not going anymore, Mace. I wouldn't go with Remember the origin. But wait, the origin of this whole thing is this. Hey, we're having a great time. It's so great out there. Mace goes, I want to go. I'm like, hey, we're doing this thing on Saturday night. Leslie Jones, the Pine Steakhouse. We're gonna have a great time. You guys should come. Mace goes, great. We're coming. What was so? What's the problem? Where's the chicanery? Well, I just didn't realize that. I thought it was like a get to know you. I've not met Rachel. I've met right. Rachel, but don't know her. And you haven't met Juan or right. no one. And so now I you're thought, throwing in a buffer couple. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a buffer. Like, or are Mason and Juan the well. buffer couple? Oh, Ooh. or or are me and Rachel the, the buffer couple? No, I don't know. No. Them. How could we be the buffer yeah. couple? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. You don't even know them, are. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's all yeah. very sussy. They're staying in your room, so they're the buffer right. couple. Right. right. They're yeah. with you guys. Well, yeah. in any event, we're gonna have. I'm gonna eat a steak tomorrow night. I yeah, me understand too. I haven't the had a steak pines. in a long time. When was the last time I had a steak? Despite what your doctor said. Despite what my doctor said, I I have a new personal best in cholesterol, two ten. Hey, nice. congrats! Which is a really good. Is number. that good? I I don't think it's good. Oh. <laughs> I think anything over 200 is high. Really? Yeah, it yeah. is high. It yeah. is high. Right, well, see. he said it's my new personal best. But Mace, like I'm with you. I, like I haven't had a steak in a long time. I'm going to I'm going to put down a steak tomorrow night. You want me to give it a go, give it a try there at the Pine Steakhouse? You know and what, then, Cappy? Wait, anything over 190 is very high, it says here. Yeah, I know. It's it's high. My my guy is concerned. Yeah. You know, when I, when I went down to San, one, Cappy, when I went down to San Diego with uh, with Dot at the time, mm-hmm. you had a buffer couple with us, and I just realized that now. It was supposed to be the four of us, oh, and then all of a sudden, two couple. other... That's what yeah, it is. Two other That's your couples move, isn't it? ...came to dinner with us. You always have, do you always have a buffer couple? <laughs> I'm trying to think who the buffer yeah. couple is Wait, were. that makes sense. When yeah. he invited Christian and I to... Uh, down to Del Mar, all of a sudden, Amanda and Chris were invited, and then uh-huh. they were like, we didn't know you guys were buffer invited. Couple. Oh, you yeah. were the buffer we couple. Now we get it. We were the buffer couple. Now I get it. Cappy, Damn. do you always have a buffer couple? <laughs> I don't. Bergie, who was the buffer couple that I had with you? You, 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 had remember? Two, you were two couples that were, were there. Do you remember who they were? Um, they li- One of them lived up, like you could see their house from the, the bar across the street. Okay. And then there oh, was a, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then there was another one, too. Yeah, but you guys don't understand. It's not buffer couples. I just yeah, I travel is. with an entourage. I mean, it's just the way it goes. <laughs> oh! oh! He's got an entourage. It's true. Cassie, I, always, yes. I, I mean, to be honest, I don't actually mind sometimes when there's a buffer couple because sometimes you do run out of things to talk about. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'm glad there's a buffer couple here. I want to, I want to spend some quality time with Rachel. You yeah. can. Feel I, free. I really want to, and I hope she's not otherwise engaged with the buffer couple. Nah, and nah, I does Rachel does even know, know that couple? Mason and Water are coming? Yeah, do, does she know we're going? I don't know if she does or doesn't. She does oh, not. Wow. There's no chance she knows. There's but no there, chance. But, 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 does she yeah, listen to the station? Probably does not. She... Probably not. No? She's probably got wow. like, work to uh, this, do. This has given this whole... It's just a different spin now. Just go to yeah, Leslie Jones and bounce. Just go to Leslie and leave. Yeah, go oh. Leslie and leave. 
No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. He's committed. I'm, I'm still excited for it. Committed to the project. I'm committed to the project. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Mace, I, I see this as being a lot of fun. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I have no idea who if these buffer people are fun, but I intend to have fun. Well, I, I must be honest here mm-hmm. and say that like we never really did talk like, hey, so our dinner reservation is at this time. Blah. I mean, to me, I was like, okay, well, May said him and Juan are coming. So I would love it if we would all have dinner together, mm-hmm. you know. But I already knew that I had me, Rach, and uh, and a buffer. So wait, were we the buffer couple? <laughs> you had I already know. invited the other people, and then we were invited. Were, were we the buffer couple? Were you surprised when Mason Juan said yes? Is yeah, it like one much. of those invitations. Yes. Oh yeah, you totally yeah. didn't think they'd. Yeah, Ma- no, yeah no, that's no. what Mason, this is. No, but you, Mason this doesn't is. commit to very much, so you were definitely taken aback. But you see, when you but you're like, well, I guess it's okay because we got the buffer couple thing. Right, but when you talk about buffer couples, here's the thing. I'm a more the merrier kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like for you are. Me, yeah. So for me, it wasn't like, hey, I got this guy coming, yeah. but then I got these guys coming. I was like, hey, the more the merrier. In fact, I'll just say it like this. Everybody's invited. I mean, we're going out there on Saturday afternoon. Be careful, because you probably don't mean that. Like, not everyone's invited. No, actually, invited. Sunday, everybody's invited. Oh, right? everybody's it's a invited. viewing party on Sunday. Oh, and by yeah. the way, yeah, if, you can, okay. if you can book a room, and if you can get tickets to Leslie Jones, and if you can get a reservation at the Pine Steakhouse, everybody's invited. Do your own thing. <laughs> Okay, got it. The more the merrier. Yeah, the more the merrier. You know, it's kind of like when you go to Vegas and some celebrities hosting a party at a club. And you realize that the inner circle yes. you can't get anywhere right. close to. Like, wait, I just paid $150 to go to this because LeBron is here, but LeBron's really not even here. And he's like behind some velvet ropes for yep. like 10 minutes. Yeah. LeBron is here somewhere for a little bit. I was in the same position. Mace, will we be behind velvet ropes? Like that? I don't. Cappy, this is kind of you and you you invited us. Now, Mace, are you um are you prepared for tomorrow night the pre concert what you're doing before the show? Have they talked to you about How much that? time is there between dinner and the show? Well, I think Leslie's gonna go on at about eight thirty, but from what I was told, um they wanted you and I to bring her on stage tomorrow night. No way. Yeah, oh yeah. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, they want us. They, they actually said to me, if you and Mason can do like five to ten minutes what? in between. And I'm like, me and Mason got that all day long. We I talk can, for a living. Yeah, we can open for Leslie I'm Jones. Like, if you give me and Mason microphones and you yeah. say, hey, guys, just go out there for ten minutes and just kind of loosen up the crowd. And what do you think Leslie to, Jones would say? He's trying to make you feel better. <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. I'll open for Leslie Jones. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm sure that's exactly how it's going to happen. And Leslie Jones is going to be like... Mm. Who the f are these mother bleepers? Who are these? Right. Why do these people think they're funny? Yeah, yeah. right. So I, I'm excited about it. And then yeah. Sunday, not stepdad Leo's going to be there. He's a Niners fan. We're going to watch the Niners lose to the Eagles on Sunday afternoon, and that's open. Mm. That's open. Everybody's invited, right? Oh, big time! I mean, yeah. the 909, four different restaurants, 32 different beers, 150 LED TVs. Uh, you can't miss the game from wherever you are. It's going to be an awesome day. Now you're getting a talent fee. Am I getting a talent fee? <laughs> now, when you say a talent fee, what, where who's got the talent? I I, I oh. suppose you, you have some sort of appearance fee. I don't think I'm getting one. I think I'm just a freebie. I'm really? a throw in. Yeah, you're a really. I'm a you're a buffer. In. You're a, a buffer. You're, you're, you're a, a buffer, buffer on for Sunday too. for sure. Yeah, Maybe yeah, not that, the buffer on Saturday, but dang, wow, man, Mason just woke up and chose violence there. No, no, wow, not at all. Shots. Not at all. So. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I, I wanted to do yeah. this. I, I know Ireland is normally the guy um, that plays audio and all that stuff. But I, oh, I so it's going to be your turn. Yeah, today. it's going to be my I don't okay. know if you heard that. Everybody remembers uh, Julia McIntyre 
uh, who was the uh, the kid. Ask the question of Russell Ask Westbrook. Ask the question yes. of yeah. Russell Westbrook. So mm-hmm. we had her on the show today. She's oh, gonna, you, oh, you did? You and Ramona. Yeah. She's going to oh. do a big interview with me in Ireland in a couple of weeks. But okay. uh, Ramona put her on the spot during our conversation today. Listen to this. Can, can, can you ask Steve Mason a question right now, just having observed him uh, in this, this in this 10-minute interview? Yeah, um, how long have you been taking edibles for, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah! She nailed it. Wait, she a second, knew though. her subject matter very well. But shouldn't she say things like, um, hi, Mr. Mason, um, you're so great on the radio, you're so awesome, the way you kind of do that thing where you, you know, play the sounds and bounce, 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 you know, yeah. and then you well, switch here, subjects really thing, quickly. Kat, we were having a regular conversation with her, and all of a sudden Momo says, ask Mason a question, and she'd been listening to the show, and I mentioned gummies, and she immediately came out with... It's like, boom! She, I thought yeah. she was going to ask, how long have you been doing this? Yeah. Where did you get What's your What's the start? best way to get in the business? Yeah, so. all, all that. Instead, it was just like, how long have you been taking edibles? I was like, this girl gets it. Dude. She gets it. And she's so sincere in the way she, she asked that. She's great. She's great. <laughs> So what are you going to do, man? Are you going to bring her into uh, 710? Are you going to get her an internship? Are you going to get her started in the business? Or well, what? she's going to come into the show, and she's mm-hmm. going to interview me in Ireland. What Bergman writes? February 7th. February 7th. She's coming okay. in. She's going to interview okay. me in Ireland. She's got mm-hmm. a lot of time to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like one of those up-close and personal kinds of things. Nice. Maybe she'll make one of us cry. Like Roy Firestone? Like Roy Firestone. Back in the see day. that. Yeah, love Roy Firestone. Uh, all right, so uh, Cappy, I'm excited for tomorrow night. Uh, Me too. Whoever you don't the hell sound you're very excited with you. anymore. I, I, well, I just I didn't realize that that well, I but we listen, were just I, an add on. This is the first time I'm ever going to really get a chance <laughs> to meet Juan. You know? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's be... not really if you don't want to. I mean, Mason does have a party every no, year. This, I, I I am now a neutral observer, so I have seen how this is all unfolded. Mm-hmm. What happened was Cappy invited you, thinking that you would never come. Right. Mm. And then you said yes. And he's just, you know, rolling with it. Is that what happened, Cappy? No. What happened was <laughs> I was taking my girlfriend and another couple, and the reason was because when you talk about a buffer couple, <laughs> when it's Sunday and when there's games all day yep. and Rachel's like, I'm bored, I don't want to watch ah. these games, now I have her friends with her. You see I what I'm got saying? It. I oh, got it. Okay. so see? you are the football fan couple. Yeah. Yeah, got it. You're not the buffer you, couple. You're you the one who enjoy, will watch with him. You get to enjoy football with Cappy on Sunday. And also, uh, while you're at it, as an added bonus, you get to go see Leslie Jones. That's and not as insulting. And, no, yeah. I, that's I'm, better. I'm going to make the most of it. Yeah, yeah we're going to have a great time. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it'll be great. I, I've not met Rachel. You've. I don't think you've ever met Juan. Have not met Juan. Yeah. You know, when I meet him, you know what's going to happen, don't you? You're going to say he smells delicious. That and George. <laughs> he, he's going to bring it in. That's right. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in, Juan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Oh, uh, right. this is going to be. You should take video of this. We Can will. we have the social team follow oh. you like a reality show? You know what it is? <laughs> We're on a Friday, and so Maze has me loose. Okay. Yeah. And like all these things pop into my head. Yeah, and you say, and them. I'm like, not on that last part there. Right. Right. Well, yep. Cappy, I will see you tomorrow night. I'm excited for it, and I'm excited <laughs> to meet whoever. Uh, whoever the buffer couple is. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, and I can't wait till Monday now. Leslie Jones, and then Sunday, a viewing party at Yamavan, 909 Sports Bar. Uh, Cappy's hosting, and I'll be there along with uh, not stepdad Leo and my mom. Uh, Super Cross Talk brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Shinano, Cappy, have a great show. Keep me entertained on my way home, okay?
We're going to do our best, Mace. I can tell you that right now. All right. And me and uh, Momo are back at 1 on Monday to wrap up championship weekend. 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So which is the buffer show? Hey, dude, why don't you and Kelly come out this weekend to Yamaha? No chance. Come on. Zero chance. Leave the kid with the outlaws. And, the outlaws? Uh, the yeah. in-laws. The in-laws are not in town. Oh, really? Yep. So they're not in-laws. They're outlaws. They are out. Not outlaws, I guess, because that would also make them uh, bandits in this mm-hmm. case. So I'm not, yeah. I don't want to create that uh, narrative. Okay. Well, I, I want to just say you and Kelly are no. also invited to Yamava to join me and Rachel, Mason yeah. Juan. I feel and- like you're inviting way too many people that you probably, there's going to be some big bill that you're going to pass along to somebody at Yamava, and they're going to be like, wait, what? Yeah, what happened here? Supposed to be you guys, <laughs> and that turned into everybody. What happened yeah, here? Exactly. What exactly is going on here, Kaplan? Exactly, because you can't pass up a freebie. Well, no, I just like to invite everybody. I'm a more than merrier Right, and then that's guy. the problem, is that your freebie becomes everybody's freebie, and then they are like, wait, what happened here? Yeah, what did happen here? Yeah. What did happen with Laura today? So, Laura, you were at Starbucks. You went to get a drink, and someone literally grabbed the drink out of your hand and ran away? I mean, they didn't run. They literally just walked away with it. Yeah. That's exactly no way. Yeah. So, you know when they put your, your order, whatever, and I was waiting for food? You order ahead on the app. Right. I didn't. I actually ordered there. Oh. And the girl's like, hey, you know, your food's coming right out. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I had my purse, my badge, everything, like, on the counter. And then she was coming with the food. So, I grabbed my stuff, had my little talk of a Starbucks drink. And I turned to grab the food. And as I did that, I just, like, looked. And somebody was grabbing the drink out of my hand. I just stood there. I'm like, what the bleep? Wait, you was it a male me you're, of you're you're male? holding this in I'm your hand? It. Yeah, I and was a, a person took it. Yeah, a, just, a hot cup of coffee or a cold no, cup of coffee? No, it was a pink drink. And literally with one hand or two hands, did they grab it from I, you? I think it was. I was so in like shock, and there was a lot of people because there's like tourists, something's going down down there and stuff. And I'm like, what the bleep? I think it happens way more than I've ever experienced it because it's been my first time because the barista was like, it's okay, I got you. I'll make you another drink. She was so calm about it. So So calm. So are you saying like that someone stole the drink from you? Yeah, 100%. Stole it. 
I came in here. I'm like, Greg, guess what just happened to me? And Brionis goes, what? They got their order wrong? I was like, no, they actually got it right. Someone just stole my drink out of my hand. He goes, what? That's kind of crazy. That No, that's not kind of. That is crazy. And this, I mean, cray. you first cray, of all, cray. Like, what are you just doing? Just hanging out at a Starbucks waiting for someone to no, order a drink I, you like and then you grab it if you're that person? I honestly think they were homeless. Yeah, I was um, going to ask you. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I do think that that's what happened, but I okay. can't. I mean, they were clothed. They didn't, you know, I, I don't know. It was just so weird. And there was this girl there that was waiting for like her drinks to finish, you know, getting done or whatever. She doesn't speak English because she was, you know, speaking another language trying to tell me they just stole your drink. And I'm like. Yeah, well, at least they didn't steal my purse. Right. So you, had, you, had a, you had a drink <laughs> taken out of your actual hands. It's not like the drink was sitting on the counter no, and like you manita. turned around. Yeah, she said the part where it was in her hand. Yeah, I know, but it's so weird to me. Uh, trust me, it happened to me. I didn't know how to react. And at first I'm like, oh, some, it's probably someone I know pranking me, right? Because it's like quick, right? You grab the food and you're turning. It's like a quick little twist. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know this person. And the person was it a one eighty twist like Russ does no, with uh, that girl was talking about? No no, 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 no. And it wasn't. And it wasn't a grab and go like where it's a snag and, and haul run? ass. No, it was like a snap and like walked out of Starbucks like it was theirs. It's no mine problem. now. It's mine yeah. now. And it, it it was just like the weirdest ish ever. I wish a mother bleeper would say something. Seriously. That was the reaction. Yeah. I wish that uh, the person would have like taken a sip of it and been like, "Ugh, this is horrible." Here, have it back. <laughs> Here, is this yours? I took this room by accident. I get really hot, so I don't. I was kind of mad at myself that I didn't react, but at the same time, I'm like, that wouldn't have been. No, but it's stunning. You would never expect that to happen. I know, but I I was so like, what WTF just happened? Come on, well, you got a little bit more, you know, cred than that to be like, oh, go ahead, absolutely nothing. No, but you would be. Come on, Cap, you would be stunned. You wouldn't even know how to react. Well, we're talking about me. We're not talking about Laura. Yeah, but Laura can be stunned yeah, too. She's human. Stunned. I thought Laura would have just been like, would have just turned it on right there. Oh no, you didn't. Like I thought, you know, that's what I you mean, would do. No, but people don't really say that. Kat. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, no, not since the nineties. Oh, no. really? <laughs> yeah, no. But honestly, I th- I was just really shocked. I was like in shock. Like yeah. someone really just did that. Well, it's hey, crazy. listen, I'll tell you guys seriously. That A, you're lucky that that person did not grab your purse. Yeah, because then I would have fought. That oh, because then it's on. No, no, no then that's different. <laughs> then it's got, and then we got to go. We got to yeah. throw some hands right. right here. Yeah. You can have this whatever pink because drink. Because I can this see is. The, the, them grabbing the cup. You're kind of like, did they think it was their drink? Like, you're just kind of like confused. Yeah. Like, and then you're like, and then by the time it's over, they're gone. That's exactly Whereas what Whereas a happened. purse, a purse or a wallet, you're like, oh, hell no. You know, immediately, no. like, you, yeah, yeah. You're on guard with your purse or and your wallet. Yeah, and that's happened to me walking down on Flower Street when I was going to like the Ralphs up on 9th. That's happened where someone tried to snatch my purse and I was like, yo. They're like, oh, I got caught up in my arm. Like, nah, bruh. Like, so I, I reacted there. But yeah. here I was just like, wow, that really happened. So there was no, like when the person grabbed this from you, there was no... Yo, no, or nothing, hey, bruh, nothing like nah, that. It was no, just no. mouth open. Yeah. No, yeah. hey, bro, yeah. <laughs> no, hey, bro, yeah. nothing, yeah. mouth open. Yep, yeah, yeah. but I'm um, seriously, well, you gotta, thankfully, you're okay. Seriously, because yes. I think I told you guys this story many months ago where my daughter down in college in New Orleans, yeah. she had her purse taken right off of her. 
you know? Yeah. And she had in there, what are these Apple things that, like, you know, you have in your wallet so they can track your wallet? I don't know what they're called. The air yeah, tags. The, uh, yeah. The tags. Air tags. And the police actually recovered some, some stuff other than the bag. But it was, it happened so fast, she said, that she didn't even know what had really happened, you know? And they, they grabbed and ran. And it was yeah. just very, um, I don't know, she was terrified for a long time. Yeah. You know? So lucky you didn't get, you know, it was just a cup of tea or whatever it was, some yeah. pink tea. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Well, Laura, thankfully, as Cappy said, it was just a, you know, a beverage and not yeah. anything worse. And seriously, so. like shout out to the barista because she saw and she was like, I got she you. made you a new beverage. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Speaking of beverages. Yeah, and shout out to one other group. Shout out to anybody who's sadly, honestly, I'm not joking around because it's sad. The homeless situation in downtown L.A. is the worst. And I feel so bad for these people. And so for somebody to walk into the store and go, I need to grab this from you because that's the only way I'm going to get it, it saddens me. It really does. So we got to do something. We got to do something. We got to do better, George. That's what we got to do. Yeah. We got to do better. Hashtag do better, Cappy. Thank I'm you. with you. Thank you. Um, but I'm glad the uh, barista made you another beverage, Laura. And speaking of beverages, it's a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 here at ESPN. Getting you pumped up for what's on tap on the NFL Championship Sunday presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy, must be 21 or older. Please enjoy it responsibly. So, Cappy, real quick, we're going to have Austin Eckler on in the next segment. Love Austin, Austin Eckler. Eckler's doing a cool thing where he's going to be the keynote speaker at the 2023 Reagan Leadership Summit down at the Reagan Library. And he's uh, going to be there with a bunch of kids, tell them about kind of his journey and his leadership style. So we're going to talk to him about that. We'll talk some football with him. Uh, speaking of football, I want right now, quickly, we only have 90 seconds. So I want in 45 seconds your quick take on these games this weekend, and then we can expand throughout the show. I'll make it really quick. Uh, San Francisco is a team and an organization that has been on the rise for the last three years. They've been able to get this far with a third-string quarterback, and I like San Francisco's chances a lot. I'm leaning in San Francisco's direction. As for Kansas City, I just have a really hard time believing that Cincinnati's going to beat them for the fourth straight time. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to beat them for the second time in the AFC Championship game, and they're home stadium in Kansas City, and I think Cincinnati's got a little too cocky this week. So there you go. I'm, I'll tell you right now where I'm going. I'm headed towards San Francisco, and I'm headed towards Kansas City. Under 45 seconds. Look at you. That's impressive. 42 seconds, .5. Look at that. I have no idea how I feel about these games right now. Like, honestly, I have never been more conflicted on who's going to win a game that I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I could totally see this going each direction. Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards the Chiefs between the two uh, in the AFC. But in the NFC, I guess if I was leaning somewhere, and I can be swayed during the show, and maybe that's what we could do today. You could try to sway me your way. But I'm kind of leaning Eagles, if I had to be honest with you. Not surprised. I mean, listen, it's the hometown team, right? I mean, it's going to be hard to beat Philly in Philly. I'm just kind of going on gut hunch and a little bit of homerism in there as well homerism because you like john lynch yeah john lynch is my guy yeah well his daddy for sure was your guy well sunny boy was my guy too no i'm just saying daddy was signing the checks no he was he was yeah but, i mean sunny boy wasn't signing your checks. no but it was a very complicated relationship until he stopped signing your checks yeah that that happened <laughs> but then you signed your own checks well, there's more to the story. You know how it goes. I, I mean, yeah, of course there is. But you know, anyway, by the way, I love how on our doc, there's a, uh, you know, there's you know, when you try to create stuff, we have a word doc with our show rundown, just letting people behind the curtain real quick. And it usually says our names on it. But now there's one that says anonymous jackal. 
I don't Anon- know who that is. Anonymous, anonymous jackal. jackal. It yeah, just comes but it's up pretty with hilarious. Like anonymous animals. There's like anonymous alligator, anonymous yeah. uh, something yeah. else. Yeah. So like anonymous jackal just moved into where I had the Bud Light read a second ago. <laughs> it must have been me. I just, <laughs> no, no, I see you. Yours says Lindsay Fulton. And okay, now anonymous jackal right is moving it around even more. Now Anonymous Jackal's doing it on purpose. Oh, what are they doing? Who is this? Yeah. You got, you got Lindsay Jackal? Baseball. It's, me. You got... it's apparently oh. I'm not signed into the doc. I was like, is that me? So you're that? not. You're the Anonymous Jackal? Uh, you're AJ. <laughs> okay. All right. Speaking Love of it. AJ, we'll talk to AE, Austin Eckler of the Chargers next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Great song. We lost them, sadly, back in 1791. It was a horrible day. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know. Hey, um, speaking of losing people a long time ago, remember yesterday you were trying to convince me to watch, I think it was the Dallas-Phoenix game last night or whatever? Yeah, and the Luca window. Denver-Phoenix, I don't know what game it was. Dallas-Phoenix, yeah. yeah. And I told you I was going to this King Tut thing last yeah, night. Yeah, you did. You see the sarcophagus? Um, I didn't know what a sarcophagus was. It's sarcophagus, actually. I just said that to try to screw you up. Go yeah. Ahead. Well, Amanda, the great Amanda Brown, our boss, commented on my Instagram picture, and she said that word, scarf, sarcophagus. Yes. And I f- replied with snuffleupagus because right. that's what I hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Rachel even said to me, she goes, "I'm looking for that word that Amanda brought up on the show today." So I guess she was listening. Sarcophagus. Hmm. I wonder if she was listening today when she just found out Mason and Juan are coming to dinner with you guys. Well, we're good with a table of six. We like a table of six. Okay. We're happy with a table of six. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, there'll only be a table of two after this weekend in the NFL. mm -hmm. And here's the thing with the Niners and Eagles. And I've been on this Brock Purdy bandwagon, as you know. Mm -hmm. But he hasn't faced a defense like this one. The Cowboys are good. The Eagles are way better than the Cowboys defensively, okay? And I think, as elementary as this sounds, it's going to come down to the big play ability. And I think that the Niners' way of getting big plays is, even though Purdy has done a much, much better job than Garoppolo pushing the ball down the field, it's not even close, in a very short amount of time, their big plays are going to be, you know, screen pass to Debo, he slips a a tackle, and he gets out into the open field, and he does Debo things. Same thing with McCaffrey. Like, I don't know on this Eagles defense if they're going to be able to have time to be able to get the ball down the field regularly. Whereas, I'm curious to see if they can keep Nick Bowes at bay just for two and a half, three seconds. The Eagles definitely have guys that can stretch the field in a big, big way, and A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. So the Eagles defense has four guys on it that have double-digit sacks. Three of their guys Mm -hmm. have 11 sacks, and their sack leader, Hassan Reddick, has 16. So they bring a lot of pressure, and they get a lot of hands on the quarterback. So if you're Kyle Shanahan, and everybody thinks that you're probably 
one of the, if not the best play caller. I know people have that discussion, right? I don't know if there's real metrics to to measure all of this, but people have this opinion about Kyle Shanahan and how brilliant he is. He's got to play and understand they're bringing pressure from all these places, and I've got to be able to get rid of the ball quickly. And I think, actually, George, one of the things that might happen in this game is Brock Purdy hasn't really lost games for the Niners, meaning he's unbeaten, but he's never made the critical mistake. I think this is the weekend where they maybe say, all right, you know what, young fella, you're going to have to go out and win this one for us. I'm on the, the Brock Purdy bandwagon myself. I mean, he's been incredible to this point for sure. And, you know, we can ask our next guest about uh, the games this weekend and his season. And we got a lot of stuff we want to talk to him about. Uh, but he's doing a pretty cool event this weekend. It's Austin Eckler, uh, running back for the L.A. Chargers, joining us here on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Austin, thanks for taking the time, man. Uh, so I, I saw that you're going to be the keynote speaker at the 2023 Reagan Leadership Summit. How did that all come about and what does that actually entail, man? Yeah. Um, so, well, first off, thanks for having me on. Um, and then that really came to came to be for me just continuing to kind of just venture out into new um, new opportunities. And they approached with, you know, with an opportunity for me to um, speak to speak to the youth. And I've been doing a bunch of motivational stuff on on socials over the years. And I thought this might be a good opportunity for me to get up on stage um, and try actually some public speaking. So it's it's a it's a good opportunity for me, but also a good way for me to share my story at the same time. Well, dude, uh, we talked about this last year on Radio Row when I told you I'm the biggest Charger hater. I'm the founder and the president of the club, but I couldn't help but love you, man, because when you're an undrafted player from a D2 school and you not only become an NFL player but an NFL star, that's actually quite an amazing thing. Would you give us all a little bit of the history of how you got to the small school, how you got barely into the NFL, and how you've become what you've become. Yeah, man. Um, it's come down to some pretty um, basic fundamentals of, and principles that I live by, and it really comes down to just finding opportunities and then immersing myself in those. And, you know, I've seen that throughout high school, you know, had a pretty good junior and senior season. Didn't really get a lot of exposure from the, I think, from the, situation my school is in just being a smaller school in Colorado not really a, a big football um, city but did enough to get an, a scholarship at a division two school um, and then continued to really just focus on my education not knowing really what football was going to happen for me in the future thinking this is my last few years and focused on trying to increase my scholarship at that and then also continue to network in my education and build both of those up and I was able to do that well enough to you know, get the knock on the door from the NFL. And then it was the same thing that, right, finding that as an opportunity, immersing myself in that, and then continuing to grow within that. I've done that ever since. And then even outside of football, which brings me to, you know, the event that I'm speaking at here um, in a couple of days. Yeah, and of course, for those that are interested, the 2023 Reagan Leadership Summit, if you want more information, it's a really cool event, particularly for the youth and, and kids. It's February 3rd uh, and 4th, so it's a two-day event. Austin will be there on Friday, uh, and the Reagan Foundation has what they call a simulation center, which is an actual Oval Office, Scott. Um, and the kids, they go through with them, they go through scenarios that a president would go through, Sounds and it's cool. like a civics lesson. It's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, I've never um, done it. Sounds great. 
Yeah, it, it's going to be pretty cool, and, and Austin is going to be a big part of it. So again, if people are interested in finding out how to be part of the event, they can go to reaganfoundation.org slash events. So, I mean, also, are you going to go through the simulation, too? Or are you going to go through it with the kids and just try to I mean, figure out a presidential scenario? This is the first time I've heard about the simulation. So um, <laughs> if they have some, yeah, some other festivities, I'll have to check them out for sure. Awesome, awesome. I, well, you can see how presidential you can be in those scenarios. You know what I mean? Like, I guess. So, I guess about to find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, hey, man, so obviously um, that's a really cool event, and we're glad you're doing that. We do want to talk to you about your own kind of personal um, charity stuff that you're doing. We'll do that in a minute, but let, let's talk some football with you here. Obviously a big weekend, but we'd be remiss if we didn't talk to you about your season um, and the unfortunate way it ended Look, man, you know, we've all covered athletes on this show for a very long time uh, from all different sports. Losing is never fun. The finality of the season is never fun. How did you process what went down with you guys in Jacksonville? Yeah, you know, it sucks. Um, obviously, blowing a lead like that and then having to deal with all the media and everyone, yeah, this is bad, this, right? Um, for for the most part, you know, the season was up and down for us. We we had a hard time finding consistency, um, find a little bit more towards the end. But it was kind of the story of our of our season it was the lack of consistency. It really showed at the very end of the last game where you know we we're coming out hot and then you know kind of uh, lost our lost our um, our uh, streak there as far as you know our, our energy or our, our discipline, our consistency. And that's what happens in the NFL if you, if you don't come out to play. Uh, anyone can get beat. And so, you know, no one really oh, – there's only one team in the NFL that uh, has a, a season that the fans are like, yeah, they did their thing, right? Because, you know, whoever wins the Super Bowl. So that's how the Super Bowl – that's how the NFL is. And for me, I'm like, okay, last year we just missed the playoffs. This year we got into the playoffs. So we're, we're making progress. Um, and so looking forward to getting back out there next year and even making even more progress for sure. Dude, what was the flight like? I mean, to fly from Jacksonville back to L.A. after giving up that kind of lead and being shell-shocked at the end, what, what was that like? Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Imagine that you have you know all the hope in the world that you're going to the next round and um, it's all taken away from you and it seems like you can't stop anything that's happening and nothing that you're trying is working and you're really in disbelief and don't know what the heck's going on. Um, all that emotion balled up, and then you have media, you have families, you have, you know, everyone keeps talking about it. So imagine that forever, right? It seems like we're going to be probably talking about this all off offseason. Um, and then it just, you know, as a competitor, I have to move on. Like, I got to move on. Like, to fly home, no one really talked to anyone. Uh, everyone was kind of just quiet because we're all in this disbelief, really. And, I mean, for us, yeah, it sucks. But, like we said, we're competitors. We got to go on. We got to move on. Austin Eckler with us here, running back for your L.A. Chargers. Um, how, how does that process of moving on begin then, I guess? Like, what, what does that entail for you, whether it's personally, maybe even potentially with your teammates down the road? Yeah, pretty easy. Um, you just, you know, go on to the next day and, you know, start up uh, what you got going on. You know, there's, there's good and bad things that happen during sports. You know, sometimes I score touchdowns. It's great. Got to move on. Sometimes I fumble the ball, and it's the most tragic thing at the, at the moment, right, for myself. And so there's no, no different than one of those where it's like, hey, we're in the playoffs. You know, we had the lead, we lost the lead, and guess what? Life still goes on because there's a lot more important things in football out there. So guess what? Back to trying to get better for this offseason um, and coming back and trying to put something a little bit better on the field uh, next year. Right on. Right. So, uh, okay, so Austin, you guys play against the Chiefs twice a year. You, you know this team well. 
They're at home. Here comes Cincinnati. They beat them last year in Arrowhead. Now they're calling it Burrowhead. Yeah, just they curious. Beat them three in a row, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 No, did you did you hear that? Who would call it a Burrowhead? Oh, dude, the players. The, 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 so what happened is last week the cornerback Joe Mixon, Mike, right? No, Mike Hilton, cornerback from the Bengals. Last week was on the sideline. He started yelling, "We'll see you guys in Burrowhead." And they asked him in the locker room, "Like, where'd that come from?" He's like, "I don't know." He's like, "I don't know. It's called Arrowhead. My quarterback's Burrow. I called it Burrowhead." It was very innocent and cute. <laughs> But, but it's gone crazy now, you know? So what do you think is going to happen in this AFC championship game? Yeah, man, I'm hoping it's some competitive football. I hope it's, like, giving us, you know, some on-your-edge-of-your-seat football, right? Like, that's, that's going to help us um, just continue to drive views up, right? That's what we need. We need entertaining football. Um, and that can look at different ways, maybe high scoring or maybe it's, you know, back and forth, um, maybe some big plays throughout there, which both teams are definitely very capable of. Um, and so I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to come down to whoever has the ball last, um, is probably going to end up taking it. Um, and obviously that's if, if both teams are able to stay healthy and see how Mahomes is has feeling, uh, with his ankle and everything, but, um, seems like he's going to be able to go. And then I'm just excited to see, see some, some competitive football. Austin, in the NFC, I mean, all us gas bags seem to kind of say that these two teams feel like mirror images of each other in, in certain ways. Not, you know, not apples to apples. Obviously, the quarterbacks play a little differently, but the way they're built, particularly dominating the line of scrimmage. Um, what do you see when you see those two teams, the Eagles and the Niners? Because you obviously we're just gas bags. You actually play the sport. Yeah, um, you know, all our teams have our, our strengths, um, you know, not necessarily just in players, but and then the way we play as well and the schemes. Um, and so when it comes to, yeah, especially the Niners, obviously we know, you know they have a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball and they play, play very physical games um, as far as, hey, if you have a really good defense, they got a good defense. Like we saw last game, it was kind of just, you know, a lot of, eh, a couple of field goals here and there every once in a while they score. Um, or, you know, give up the score. And so it's a little bit slower of a game, but then it's like everything is so much more important in those games as far as points, as far as getting into field goal range, um, because you don't know how many times you're going to get into it. You might not be as um, aggressive on, on fourth down because you're, you're thinking your defense is going to get another stop. Um, and so just the way you play the game, you know, is predicated on the style of, of your of your offense. You know, we know, and, and, and defense. And then we know uh, what the Eagles, right, they're, they're explosive. But guess what? You know, that's exactly what, you know, the 49ers have been ever shut down um, all year. So I feel like whoever plays the 49ers is going to have a long day as far as just trying to get through their defense um, and their offense if you're able to slow that down. Like, like we saw um, the Cowboys you know, it's like, okay, who can who can dink and dunk and at least get in the field goal range and chip up these points as much as we can? And then, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how that one plays out. I'm interested as well. I'm really excited for both the games, honestly. Nice, man. Very cool. Hey, last thing, I know you got to hustle, and we do too. Um, when you go to this Reagan Foundation organization event this weekend, I know you're going to tell your story. i got to say thank you. Last year when we were sitting on Radio Row, you and I were talking, and I was telling you that I, my son was going to go to a D2 school. And you spoke so highly of D2 football and the transfer portal and everybody wants to go bigger time and staying where you are and being part of your team. Bro, that was great advice. Pass that on. And we had a great year. So uh, I owe you a big thank you on that one. Yeah, well, good, man. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, really, in the end of the day, it's like, where can you, where do you have an opportunity, right? If you have an opportunity, guess what? If, if you have higher aspirations, well, you have to take advantage of the opportunity you have first. And so you, you got to do that before the next one comes. So I'm glad that it worked out for him. 
Austin Eckler, running back for your LA Chargers. Uh, again, he'll be the keynote speaker at Friday, February 3rd at the 2023 Reagan Leadership Summit. Of course, high schoolers, college students have the opportunity to hear from speakers uh, making change in their communities. That includes Austin, obviously. For more information, go to reaganfoundation.org slash events. reaganfoundation.org slash events. Austin, an absolute pleasure, man. Uh, get healthy, enjoy the offseason, and best of luck to you, man. Thank you again. Yep, thank you. Appreciate it. See you guys. Later, dude. Great story. Great story, George. Yeah, man. He is a great story, this kid. I'm telling you, man. I mean, as much as I'm the president of the Charger Hater Club, to be a Western Colorado player D2, not be drafted, just to make an NFL team is amazing, but to become a star player, incredible. No doubt. No doubt about it. And, you know, being a star player isn't easy. You got to do the hard, you got to put the work in like a guy like Austin Eckler. Blood I wish game. Austin Eckler could have heard you doing a. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, you know what we should have had Aust- played for Austin Eckler? Tell me. When I asked you what kind of noise Brock Purdy would be making, because you said that he could be making a lot of noise in that game. We should have played that for Austin Eckler. <laughs> and then maybe maybe he's a basketball fan. Yeah. And we also could have played, you know, the, the, the noise you said Anthony Davis makes too much for your liking, you know. Right, you know. Those are both sounds that you might hear this weekend. Saturday night, let's hope we don't hear Anthony Davis say that against Boston. Yeah. And on Sunday, let's hear, hope that we do, for those of us that are rooting for the 49ers, do hear Brock yeah. Purdy make a little noise in these playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't hear who Chris said passed because, uh, you know, Laura, I'm, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying you just were telling me we were up and on, so I didn't hear. Was that Jerry Buss he was talking about? In the rejoin? He said, we lost him back in 2012, I think he said. Yeah, it was his, yes. today's his yeah. birthday. I mean, one of, the, one of the greatest owners in sports. What so, year what, what year did they say we 20, lost him? 2013. 2013? Mm. Yeah. One of the greatest owners in sports. And certainly, you'd make the case the greatest owner in L.A. sports history, right? I think so. I think you'd yeah. make that case. And I think most people yeah. would buy into that. Yeah. Um, and he's up there, right up there with any sports owner you, you could name. So, um, But... I didn't want to let that just slide because I didn't hear who it was, so I, I felt bad, especially because if it was someone like Jerry Buss, we want to make sure we recognize that and pay our respects. Well, I think so, everybody looks at the Lakers now, though. Just side note, like, yeah. hey, you know, it's still Jerry Buss's Lakers. There's his daughter and there's his kids. Right. It's just yeah. not it's just not the same way. You know, just so much, I mean, so much it, has it, changed. It, it's hard you know? to live up to something like that, though. Well, like, that's right. not fair to them either, though. You know what well, I mean? Well, but it's not about The Yankees have fair. gone through the exact same thing. Well, so what? So it's not. I'm not worried about being fair to George Steinbrenner's kid. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I mean, we all look at it, and we're like, hey, listen, that's Jerry Buss's legacy, yeah. and these are his kids who are running it, yeah. and it's it's being run differently. You know, if you watched any of these documentaries or these series, you know, you got from Jerry Buss, he was a decisive guy. He made decisions. Boom, let's do it. You know, whereas now everything's a big collaboration. You know, and which is why all this talk this past week about are they making a move? Will they make a trade? I don't know. Maybe we will. I mean, if we can win a championship, yes. If we can't, screw it. We're not. This is not Jerry Buss's Lakers anymore. Well, I would agree with that. I also feel like he did collaborate with people he trusted. I don't think that that uh, you know is entirely accurate as well. You know, well, I don't know. I mean, I trust wasn't Jerry portrayed West, that obviously. way. Wasn't yeah. portray- well, he worked for the organization. He was like an entrusted right. guy. But, yeah, yeah. He had guys he trusted in the organization. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. You know. Um, so, anywho. Um, yeah, so Austin was great. Thank you, Austin, again, for joining us. So, And if you want to go to that event, if you're a high school or a college student, 
reaganfoundation.org slash events. Check I just want to go to the virtual reality Oval Office. The simulation Oval Office thing? That does sound kind of cool. So they do something, I'm looking at up here, called Operation 007, which is something that uh, President Reagan went through as well, and they basically take you through like a, a simulation of having to be in the Oval Office and the Situation Room and all that stuff. Well, it's, uh, last night I told you I did this whole King Tut thing. There was this yes. seven-minute virtual reality deal. Yeah. And George, I think I entered the metaverse last night. Oh, really? Yeah, it's my first time I've been in. You don't know? I'm not 100% positive if I was in the metaverse. (laughs) I'm not 100% positive. Okay. But what they did is they sat me down on like this chair that spun around, and then they put these virtual reality goggles on me. Yeah, then then you were in the metaverse. And then they put these headphones on me, and then they took me into the the actual, the King Tut, like, grave site, whatever. It's called Tomb, thank you. That's a good word for it. Yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I was I, I think I made my first appearance last night in the metaverse. Did you uh, did you learn anything? Yeah, I learned a lot about King oh, okay. Tut. Didn't know yeah. a lot about him. Not sure. I believe it all. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, You're a geez. King Tut denier. I mean, I'm not I don't know if I'm a denier, but it's like, OK, archaeologists found this guy, you know, in I don't know, like. 1800s or something like 1907 these archaeologists found this tomb and everything's fine there and they, they left it this way from 5,000 years ago see all these paintings on the wall this means this and I'm like I don't know I'm not sure I'm not positive <laughs> you also don't believe in dinosaurs no I, I wait I, you I don't not, believe in dinosaurs either no uh, I never said that I don't it, believe in dinosaurs you have similar feelings about dinosaurs I'm just right? not 100% positive about okay, it you, you know well, listen, I also am the guy who told you that I went to Italy. I went to this town, Pompeii. They told me that the whole town was covered by lava. At the yeah, whole town, the volcano every, everybody erupted, died, yeah. right? Yeah. And then all these years later, they found all these dead people underground under all this lava, and they were telling me all this. And I was kind of like saying to the guide, I'm like, eh, I don't know. And the guide was like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, is this a tourist attraction or what, man? I don't okay, know. Larry Davis. <laughs> Larry David. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. I'm not positive. I copy. So, anywho. You know how old um, King Tut was when he took over as king? Probably like 17. He was nine years old. You know how old he was when oh, he wow. died? Yeah. Probably like 25. 19 years old. Oh, there you go. I was close the first time. See? Yeah. And so now they're like telling me all these stories about him. I'm like, eh, I don't know. What do you mean you really? don't know? So did you watch was, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Well, yeah, I did. I thought about King Joffrey. I, I was just going to say Joffrey and his brother. Yeah. And Rachel was saying to me last night, she's like, why are you so skeptical? She's like, why aren't you more like celebrating the science of these archaeologists that have done yeah. this amazing work? Yeah. That have found this and have been able to bring us this, you know, this history right. of the world. Yes. And I was like, oh, no, I appreciate archaeology. Just like the next guy. No, you big archaeology guy. Big fan. Yeah. Big. Nah, nah. Doesn't big, sound like it. Big fan of archaeology. Nah, it sounds like you're down on archaeology. Just not positive. That's all. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good story. Uh, all right, coming up next, Cappy, you and I, we're going to dive into a couple of things. This QB carousel is starting to heat up in the NFL. Uh, I want to get into Mahomes versus Burrow specifically because this thing is starting to get interesting between these two, the way people are talking about them historically. And the Rams made a move. So we'll tell you about all that coming up. Stick around, 710 ESPN.